As the Powering Your Passion podcast hits its first milestone, I'm exploring the exciting podcast world and sharing with you what I have learned since I started. I'm also talking about why I think that for you as an aspiring entrepreneur or freelancer, starting a podcast could be a great first step, one which can help you start and build your business while you navigate your exit from the nine to five world. If you've been considering how to get started turning your passion into profit or have toyed with the idea of having your own podcasts, you're in the right place. So let's jump into the episode. I'm Nicola O'Hara, and I made the leap from a successful corporate career as a leader in learning, development, and recruitment to launch my dream business and haven't looked back. Every week, we'll bring you step-by-step strategies, essential knowledge and tools, and share inspirational stories and practical tips so you are ready to take your leap to a career and life you love. This is the Powering Your Passion podcast. Hey, and welcome to the Powering Your Passion podcast. This is a very special episode for me because it's a year since I started out in this crazy podcasting world. I can hardly believe that it's already a year. It's just flown by. And another thing that's unbelievable to me is that I've done 53 episodes, including this one. I remember putting those first few episodes out and wondering how I was going to keep it up. But like everything else, it got easier once I got the hang of it. And I'm still here and I have no plans to go anywhere. I've learned a huge amount about the podcasting world and the benefits and pitfalls over the past 12 months. And although I still see myself as learning, I thought this occasion was a good time to share some of what I've learned so far. Because I truly believe that podcasting is a great tool for any aspiring business owner or side hustler because it allows you to connect with an audience of potential customers and test out your passions and ideas before you make them into a business. Plus, once you are set up, it's a great marketing tool and potential extra stream of income. More on that later. Podcasting is straightforward to set up, relatively low cost, and you can start whenever you want. Plus, unlike recording video for YouTube, you can be sitting recording the episode in your favourite comfy fleece with no makeup, a stain on your joggers and a glass of wine in hand, and no one would know. Yes, you can get more sophisticated and fancy in your setup when the podcast takes off, but until then, you can keep it simple. So what is podcasting? As you're listening to this podcast now, I'm guessing you know what a podcast is, but just in case, let's look at our Wikipedia definition. So that says, a podcast is an audio program made available in digital format for download over the internet. It usually features one or more recurring hosts engaged in a discussion about a particular topic or current event. So there you go. That's what you're listening to. Podcasting first started as it is now around 2004, although the concept was around for much longer. And according to the podcast platform Blueberry, the word podcast derives a name from the iPod manufactured by Apple. But podcasts and podcasting did not originate from Apple and does not require owning an Apple device to listen or to view podcasts. Apple added the podcasting support to their iTunes software in the summer of 2005, which then allowed podcast users to consume podcasts as easily, if not easier, than other MP3 players of that time. 
Another top podcasting platform, Buzzsprouts, reported that as of May 2022, there are 2,442,670 valid podcasts and over 65 million episodes. Podcasts are really popular in the US, where 57% of adults listen to them, whereas here in the UK, it's only 18%. But that is rising all the time. And I don't know about you, but it really does seem like everybody, particularly celebrities, are starting a podcast right now. But that's no bad thing, as the more celebrities come to work in podcasts, the more people will follow them and then find other podcasts when they get there. As you can probably imagine, a lot of people started podcasts in 2020 and 2021 during the pandemic when they couldn't work. And a lot of people discovered the podcast medium and started started to become listeners. But if knowing there are over 2 million shows already out there puts you off starting one yourself, then don't despair. Because YouTube has 113.9 million channels as of the 26th of March 2022. So in other words, if YouTube is an adult, then podcasting has moved from childhood to its teenage years, but still has a lot of growing to do, and you could be part of that. There are a huge range of topics for podcasts. You can literally talk about whatever you like. Besides business, topics include true crime, cooking, education, technology, relationships, sport, money, politics, comedy, the list goes on. And you don't have to have a podcast on the exact topic of your business, for example. It could be broader, talking about a wider range of topics or subjects around that topic. So, for example, if you're planning on starting a business selling homemade pottery on Etsy, your podcast could be about setting up your shop and how other people could do it. Or it could be about what it's like creating pieces or the life of a, of a potter or pottery through the ages. There needs to be a link, but it doesn't need to be exact. And if you're not ready to start a business yet or not sure if you will at all, you can just choose whatever you want to talk about and enjoy sharing your passion as a hobby. Now look, yes, some podcasts will be successful and some won't, but there are still many, many reasons why starting one is a good idea as an aspiring entrepreneur. Even if you don't get the number of listeners as the top podcast show, The Joe Rogan Experience, which is 11 million listeners per episode, by the way. So here are my reasons why I think you should consider starting a podcast to kickstart your escape from your desk job. So first up, it really helps you decide on your passion. So if you're not sure about which your passions to create a business from, a podcast can really help. It can give you experience in your chosen passion and help confirm if it's the right one to turn into a business. It's like a sandpit to play with your ideas in. You can see which episode has the most downloads, which are resonating most with people. If one idea doesn't seem to be popular, then you could switch the focus or start another podcast with a new content. There's no rule on how many podcasts you can have, but ideally, unless you have unlimited time, you just want to focus on one or two. You could run perhaps two podcasts in parallel, testing out how they work. So you'll be talking about different passions of yours and see which one picks up the most followers. In fact, some platforms like Apple Podcasts allow you to host a podcast channel, which can host multiple podcasts. Having a podcast can also help you hone in your message once you've decided on which passion you want to take forward into a business. When you're speaking about your passion and business every week, 
you get really clear on what you want to talk about, what specifically your business focus will be. So for example, if you have plans to become an artist and your podcast is going to be about art appreciation, maybe you find yourself enjoying talking about a particular school of art more than others and you could decide to focus on that when you start your business. Another thing it could bring is other streams of income that could be in addition to your business idea. So maybe you have an old property you're doing up to run a hotel and your podcast is about your journey creating the hotel and the business and you you enjoy talking about on the podcast about the renovation of furniture. So then perhaps as part of your business, you could run courses on how to renovate furniture on the side of the hotel business. You get what I mean, talking about your passion and business every week or every month, whatever your schedule for the podcast is, can really help you get creative and understand what you like talking about and what you'd prefer not to talk about. And that can influence your business decisions and the direction in which you'll go. It also really tests your commitment to your passion. Because believe me, if you get bored talking about it after a few weeks or months, then is it really something you can work with for the next few years? Okay, the next benefit is that it really helps you find your audience as well. Whether you plan to freelance or open an online business or a bricks and mortar business, whatever business model you plan to have, whether you have big financial goals or are just happy having enough to give you the life of balance and freedom, you will need to have clients, customers, people to buy whatever it is that you have to offer, your fans, your followers, your people. If not, then it's just going to be a hobby really, isn't it? I didn't know this before I left corporate, but discovering who your kind of people are who will be interested in what you have to share is pretty hard. It's probably one of the top five things that aspiring entrepreneurs struggle with as they start out being their own boss. It seems simple, right? You think of a business and the right people will be interested. Well, I'm sorry to tell you, it's not a matter of if you build it, they will come. There are a lot of people out there who will be doing something similar. So you need to discover what is about you that will attract people to you. What will make them want to choose you, your skills, your products, and maybe your yurt park? In marketing terms, when you niche down, get specific on who will be your clients and it will help you attract them. So why am I talking about this in terms of podcasting? Well, having a podcast is a brilliant way to find out who will be your kind of people, who will be interested in what you have to say, who will set aside a bit of time each week to listen to you while you speak. You can see where in the world your potential clients are. Maybe you could have a massive client base in Japan and you didn't know it. This is all gold dust when you're starting out. Now, if you listen to podcasting guidance, you know, if you Google anything or listen to any of the gurus in podcasting, you'll be told to work out your ideal client, i.e. who you want to attract to your podcast before you start. And look, this is true, but often you don't get it right the first time anyway. So launch the podcast with who with who you think you want to listen and then work out if that is the right audience as you go. After a while, you'll understand what works and who is your real tribe. Okay, next up, you can make money from a podcast. It's a little known fact that podcasts can make you money. It's still in the early days, but podcast hosting platforms like Apple Podcasts are making it easier by introducing subscription-based and premium content options. So if you Google right now how much money you can make with a podcast, it's not going to look huge. It's actually quite depressing. It's really not big money. 
But it really all depends how you go about it, how much effort you put in and how popular your podcast idea will be. So advertising and sponsorship is the main way you can make money from a podcast. Companies are very interested in this because, as Buzzsprout reported, 81% of listeners say they pay attention to ads on podcasts more than they do on radio, TV adverts or billboards, and even digital ads on social media. Because the listeners trust their podcast hosts and their opinion and their words and their advice carry a lot of weight. Entrepreneur Stephen Bartlett, whose podcast Diary of a CEO is a must listen, by the way, has admitted openly that he makes around $1.2 million out of his podcasts. This is through advertising products he already uses and believes in. That's the key. If you don't believe in or use the thing you're advertising, or if what you're advertising is just nothing to do with what you're talking about, it can seem a little bit weird and icky to your listeners. I know it's put me off a podcast when you're listening to a great episode and suddenly it breaks off to talk about something unrelated to the topic. Like I was listening to a podcast on business once and it was interrupted by an advert on mattresses. And the tenuous link was that it's important to get a good night's sleep as a business owner. I wouldn't have minded if it had been for a business tool that could help me, but maybe that's just me. I know lots of very successful podcasters advertise anything and everything as long as it's something they actually use. So Stephen Bartlett did say that he didn't use any of the companies that connect podcasters with potential advertisers. There's lots of them out there. Because what he calls the middlemen take a big cut and you don't get much revenue from it. He recommended contacting companies you genuinely use the products of and pitch your podcast to them as a potential way they could advertise. But you would really only be able to do that once you've started and can say how many listeners you have. But it's something you could definitely do. You can also advertise your own products on your podcast. Like if you have a physical products or services, you could offer a percentage off. Or if you have a hospitality business, you could advertise special packages Or if you have an online product like courses or memberships, you can tell your listeners about them. You just create a small advert, which you put at the beginning, middle or end of the episode. Another way to make money out of podcasting is paid subscription only shows or premium content. If you have knowledge that's sought after, it's unique, then you could start a paid for only podcast and even have that as your main business. As long as you know people really want to know what you have to say. And in that kind of podcast, you probably need to go a bit deeper and more details in terms of the content you give, because when people are paying, of course, they expect to get more from you. Premium content is where you have a free podcast like this one, but you offer bonus episodes or more advanced levels if you pay a fee to access the premium level. Both ways can be a really good source of income, but it really depends on your number of listeners, of course. You would need to make sure you have a topic which was going to be popular enough for a lot of people to subscribe because the actual subscription level is probably about, you know, a few a few pounds or a few dollars a month. And finally, you can indulge in your passion as a hobby. If you're not sure if you're if you're cut out to be your own boss or you're unsure about leaving the security of the knife to five, you could just start a podcast talking about your passion with no motive but to share your knowledge with others and enjoy talking about what you love. Sometimes they are the best podcasts as they are a labour of love and there are some fantastic topics out there which people have chosen. Actually, the top podcasts are those who have nothing to do with business or career, but are just fun. 
The top podcast category is actually comedy, followed by news, true crime, sport and health and fitness. Who knows, you could start something for fun and it could turn out to be something bigger just because you catch people's imaginations and interest. So if after hearing all that you think that podcasting is for you, then get started. Out of the three main ways of getting your message about your business out there, the other two being YouTube and blogging, it's arguably the easiest way to start, particularly if you're able to speak on your passion topic easily and without too much planning or a script. Look, I'm not going to go into detail on how you set up a podcast right now, as it will be an episode in itself. But my advice, if you're starting out, is to keep it simple. You need something to record it on. You need to be able to edit it and have a podcasting platform to host it on, which will distribute it to the platforms like Apple, Spotify and Stitcher. Look, there's a variety of tools you can use as you get more into it. And if you do go into podcasting, Facebook or social media groups, you will hear everyone talking about the type of equipment they have. But seriously, if you're just trying on podcasting for size, you don't spend too much. Get the basics, and if you like it, you can invest more later. So record on your your Android or your on your iPhone. You can decide not to edit it at all and just keep it real. But if you really feel like you need to edit, then you can use GarageBand, which is free and already installed on Mac, or use Audacity for uh, PCs. Actually, Audacity works on the Mac too. And Descript is also making a mark in the podcasting market and has a free basic subscription level. I recommend to start with the Anchor podcasting platform if you really just want to keep it simple because it's all in one. They say they help you create, distribute, host and monetize your podcast and it's 100% free. It's super quick to set up and I think you can also do some basic editing in it too. If you do want a little more sophistication and don't want mind paying for it, then I use the Buzzsprout hosting platform, which is reasonable in cost and has loads of articles and videos on podcasting to help you get started. Finally, you'll also need to create some cover art, which is a square bit of artwork you see as a thumbnail for podcasts on podcast platforms. Keep it basic. If you look at mine, it's just a picture of me and the name of the podcast on a plain background. The name is the most important thing as you need to be able to read it on a really small screen. So make sure that is dominant in the, the design. But you can do the design in design software Canva, which has a free subscription and is really fantastic for designing this and well designing anything. I'll put all the links to these different systems and, and software that, that I've talked about in the show notes, which you can access through the link in this episode description. So once you have everything in place and you just need to choose a passion to talk about and get going. To find out more about starting and launching a podcast, I recommend you follow Pat Flynn from Smart Passive Income, who has courses, programs and free guides all about podcasting. The bottom line is I have really enjoyed my first year as a podcaster. It's not without its ups and downs, but ultimately I love talking about how you can power your passion to escape the nine to five and start an exciting new business that will bring you happiness and success, whatever that success looks like for you. If you love talking about your passion, if you have loads of ideas on what you could talk about and would love to share that with others, then start a podcast. I can't promise you will love it, 
but you will learn a huge amount along the way about your passion, yourself and your potential business. And you certainly won't regret giving it a try. That's it for this birthday episode. If you enjoyed it and found it useful, then don't keep it to yourself. Copy the link in the description and send it to somebody you know who will benefit from it. Then follow up or subscribe to the podcast so you can listen in in every week. Go to my website, nicolohara.com forward slash podcast to find the links to the platforms I'm on and to catch up with any episodes that you've missed. And remember, you deserve to live your passion. So go for it. This is your time. Thank you so much for listening. And if you'd like to listen to more episodes, follow or subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, Google or Stitcher, or go to my website, nicolohara.com forward slash podcast.